Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another show. We're going to be talking about the Kingdom Preparation Series that I recently did for the Philippines. Enjoy the shows, folks. It's going to be good stuff. Stay tuned. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Continuing on with the Kingdom Culture, Kingdom Preparation Part 9. Going to be talking about the personal prayer life. Stay tuned, folks. This one's definitely important. Okay, once again, welcome back to another episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Going to jump right in on this one. We've got a good one here. We're going to be talking about prayer. Thank you for all of you watching. I'm actually watching this with you right now, which is totally awesome. So whoever's watching this on Wednesday, whether it's night or morning, depending on whether you're in the United States or the Philippines or anywhere else in the world, let us know where you're chiming in from, where you're watching from. Okay, here we go. So jumping right in. And by the way, I truly hope before I get started, I truly hope that you've learned a lot or that you've learned something (laughs) from the previous episodes. And uh, let me know sometime, private message me or put it in the comment section. Let me know how the episodes are relating to your life, how they're relating to your walk, your journey. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So in this episode, once again, we'll be covering prayer. Very important. A great subject. And of course, it should be in our daily lives as well. Prayer is defined as a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. God, the Heavenly Father, the creator of the universe. That's the God I'm talking about. As Christians, we simply define prayer as talking to God, our Heavenly Father, right? So now that I've shared some basic definitions, I want to share what prayer is not. So here we go. Prayer is not the following. You ready? Prayer is not a wish list of wants. It's not like an ATM machine where you use prayer only when you need something. And as I wrote in a post last year, and I prayed about it before I wrote it because I didn't want anybody to get offended, but I had to make this point and it was perfect timing. But I made a post last year and it was, here's what I entitled it. Stop using God like toilet paper. We only need him when things get crappy, right? Isn't it true though? And also prayer is not something you use to hurt others, right? Or show off in front of others or literally to make ourselves look holier than everyone else. And of course, I'm sure you all know of other things that you could add to that of what prayer is not. So prayer for starters should be sacred and sacred is defined as regarded with great respect and reverence. And to take it one step further, reverence is defined as regard or treat with deep respect. So this is something serious, you know, whether you clasp your hands together, interlock your fingers, whatever you do, when you get ready to pray, And you take that time out for the Lord and you don't have to hold your hands together in order to pray. But when you take that time, that is a sacred time between you and the Lord. It's a big deal. You know, we need to make sure we remember that when it comes time to pray. It's not just some quick thing, you know. And of course, when it comes to God and prayer, we must come to him with love and a deep respect for him. 
You know, it's not a time for joking around or treating him as if he's one of your friends on the street or even if he's a stranger on the street. This is your heavenly father, the creator of the world, the one who saved us from certain spiritual death by sending Jesus as the final sin sacrifice for all mankind. This is a big deal, folks. You know what I mean? I know most of you know this already. You know, but you think about that when it comes to prayer. Everything that Jesus went through for you and me, there's no words that can describe how thankful we should be to our Heavenly Father for making a way where after Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, there was no way, right? But God, right? God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, and changed everything. So we should be very respectful and thankful when we come before God in prayer. So important. Can't express that enough. It's just like when I talk to you about worshiping the Lord and just coming into his presence, having respect, you know, having that love for the Father. So important. You know, and another great way to explain the importance of prayer is this. For those of you who are married, this is a perfect example. What would you do? Let's say husbands and wives. So we've got the husband. We'll, we'll pick on the husband. Husbands always get picked on, right? So the husband sits back and he doesn't say anything to his wife for an entire week. Nothing. Now, doesn't even acknowledge her being in the house. And then on Friday, he comes up to her and says, hey, can you cook some hamburgers tonight and some fries? And you know what? How about a nice pie on the side? And once we're done eating, boy, I could really use a nice back rub. Don't you think we'd probably be reading about this guy in the newspaper or hearing about it on the news where his wife pretty much put the hammer down on him? You know what I mean? Seriously, that wouldn't work, right? And as you know, basically, if a husband or wife treated their spouse like this, their marriage wouldn't last long. You know it and I know it. So how do you think our Heavenly Father feels when people only talk to him when they need something? Oh, Steve, what are you doing to me? You're calling me out. You know what I mean? Think about it. You know how it is when we have friends. We do the same thing. When you have a friend and that friend only calls you, you know the old saying, we've all got a friend or two. They only call you when they need something and when they don't need anything, you never hear from them ever. That's an unhealthy relationship. Well, the same thing should happen with us and the Lord, us and our Heavenly Father. Very important. You know, we must be very conscious of this when we pray each day. In this episode, I will be addressing prayer in your personal life. Because there's so many avenues you could talk about with prayer. Intercessory prayer, people that just pray for hours and hours for people on their prayer list and things like that. Certain people have the gift of prayer and so forth. But I'm talking about your personal life. This is you this is all about the kingdom preparation, preparing yourself to be the vessel God called you to be. So I've got some questions I want you to ask yourself. Very important questions. And you don't have to share your answers with us, but be honest with yourself. You can even get a sheet of paper out and write these down, or you can just, you know, if you're watching, just pause for a minute and, and read those. But if you're watching live, don't pause because you know how it is. Then you'll be behind when we're having discussions. But question number one, how often do you take the time to talk to God? How often do you pray? Number two, do you pray each day in thankfulness or do you only pray when you need something? 
Number three, do you pray before each meal to thank God that you have food to eat? There's many people that don't have food at all, or they may eat one meal a day, or they may not eat at all so their child can eat. Little things like that we take for granted. Do you give thanks to him throughout the day? I stopped numbering it. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Do you start your day out in prayer and end it the same way? Closing in prayer for that night, you know? Do you need help learning how to pray? And, And so those are very important questions, and I hope the answers to these important questions will help you in your walk with the Lord. You know, that's why I ask those questions, because I really want you to sit back and look at your answers and go, no, you know, I don't pray before I eat. I just take it for granted. I've got food. I always have food. You know, I don't think about the people that don't have food. You know, whatever it might be, you've got lights on, you've got electricity, you've got a phone or a tablet or a computer that you're watching me on right now. There's so many things you can thank God for. Not ask him for it, because remember, the whole purpose is when you go to pray, you're talking to the Lord. You should be thanking him, giving thanks to the Heavenly Father above, first and foremost. That's what the key thing is, thankfulness, praising, thankfulness. Not gimme, gimme, gimme. You know, so important. So always remember, no matter what, to be yourself. When it comes to prayer, this is so important. Be yourself. Remember, if you've asked Jesus Christ into your life and repented of your sins, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. You have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you, which means he knows your heart and he always knows what's on your mind. So keep it real. Pray from your heart and don't try to sound fancy. Don't use this is a King James Version Bible right here. Don't pray in Elizabethan English. Heavenly Father, thou cometh forth in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, blessed be the name of... You know what I mean? Don't do that, especially if you're in public. Be yourself. Be yourself. Pray from your heart. Pray from your spirit, man. Your spirit living within you. The Holy Spirit within you. Pray from the spirit. And you'll know because you'll be praising God and giving God the glory so important. Be yourself. I can't say that enough. Be yourself. So when you come to him, make sure you come to him as a child approaches a parent in love and respect. Remember, he's our heavenly father. So don't be afraid to address him that way. You know, some people, if you heard people pray before, some people say, and maybe you might do this or I do this. Some will say, Father God, You know, Father God, I thank you for this day. Some will say, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Some will say, you know, um, just like Jesus taught the disciples, saying, Our Father, you know, our Father in heaven. Blessed be your name, you know, when you're praying in private, you know, different things like that. So the key thing about prayer is always remember you are praying to the Father. Very important. Sometimes you might hear somebody pray to the Holy Spirit or they'll pray to Jesus and say, Dear Jesus, help me this day. It's, you should be praying to the Father. You're praying to Father God, praying to God, and then, of course, in Jesus' name. But the thing is, you're praying to the Father just as Jesus taught the disciples, because this is in the Bible. He taught the disciples. He gave them a great example and the same example we can use as well. And it covers this portion of prayer in Matthew, which 
I'm going to actually read to you. And it's a perfect example of how Jesus taught them, like I said, to pray. We can recite it, and it's a powerful prayer, but we also need to also pray in our own words as well at times. And, of course, I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. This is Matthew 6, 5 through 14. You all know it as the Lord's Prayer. So this is Jesus talking. When you pray, don't be like, and part of this is very important too. This can be added on to this prayer message. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in synagogues where everyone can see them. They do that, look at me, look at me. I'm this one person of God. I'm the man or the woman of God and I'm yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? And everybody looks and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. But God's word, Jesus said not to do that. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. That means whatever praise they get on the street, trying to be all this and that, that's it. There's no reward in heaven for them. But when you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Now, some people get that verse mixed up. They think that means don't pray at the dinner table holding hands with your family or don't pray in front of your spouse. That's not what they're talking about. He's talking about being out in the streets and in the synagogues and the churches. Someone stands up and they pray for 20 minutes, you know, that type of thing. But this is talking about you're praying in private. You pray in secret. Take that time out. The Lord will see and you'll be blessed. But when you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. So there were people that didn't know what to say. They just kept praying and praying and praying. And you know how it is. We've all been in a prayer meeting where that one person doesn't know the two-minute limit, two limit, and they keep going and going and going, and then they're just saying things, and after a while it's not even, there's no godliness in it. You know, the Spirit's not in it. It's just they're talking to hear themselves talk, as we say. But they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating the words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Pray like this. And this is Jesus' example out of the New Living Translation. Our Father. So see, He prayed to the Father. You address the Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And that's where the one in Matthew stops, as well as in most translations. And I'll explain that in a minute. Now, keep in mind, if you pray this prayer, this is a strong warning to all of you. If you pray this prayer, you better make sure you mean every word because verse 12 reads, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Now I'm looking at you. I've got one pointing at you, three pointing at me. Have you forgiven those who have sinned against you? Is there anyone that you have a problem with in this world? Not talking about people on television or in the news or whatever. I'm talking about, is there someone that you're offended by? Is there someone that you're angry with? Is there someone that you don't want to speak to that you have unforgiveness in your heart for them? Because if you do, and you're praying this prayer, then you better be careful because you need to read it and listen to what it's saying. Okay? 
Very important. If you're praying this specific prayer, your actions will be used against you by God. Because you're specifically asking God to forgive you the same way you forgive others. Make sense? So you have to be careful. And Jesus also mentions the same thing in verse 14. He says, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. That is very important. You will have unforgiveness with God and that is not good. So you need to make sure you forgive others so he in turn can forgive you. Don't be a hypocrite praying this prayer in verse 12 and saying, and forgive me the way I forgive others, Lord, because if you're not forgiving others, he will not forgive you. I can't stress that enough. Very important. Very, very, very important. I hope you folks are understanding that part. And of course, then some of you are thinking, what about that ending, Steve? Okay, because remember, we normally get to the end and we say... For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Right? You recognize that. Okay? That passage is also known as the doxology. And it was added in the 1611 King James Bible. So if you have a King James Bible or most new King James Bibles, will actually have that passage added in there. It doesn't take away from the Word of God. Don't worry. But... You'll find that only in that translation. I don't believe there's any other translation that has it in it. But we say it because it's powerful. For thine is the kingdom. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yes, Lord. You, your kingdom, your power, your glory. So why would you not want to say it? You know what I mean? But... In the translations, in the earlier translations, and it was also used in public settings back possibly in around the 1500s in the Catholic Church. So many, including me, still say it today. The nice part is it's not harmful and in fact gives praise, once again, gives praise and glory to our Heavenly Father. And of course, also when you pray to our Heavenly Father, we like to end our prayer with the common phrase in Jesus' name, Amen. Or in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in the name of our precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You've heard different people tack on different things like that. And you may have heard of other ways that people have said, you know, ended their prayer with Jesus Christ being mentioned. And some verses we can look at where Jesus taught the disciples about prayer, where he mentioned about asking in his name. And that's why we add it, because he says it. I mean, Jesus says it, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do. And he was talking to the disciples, the apostles. What I'll ask, say that again, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do so that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. John 16, 24 says, until now you have asked for nothing in my name, ask and you will receive so that your joy may be made full. John 14, 13 Whenever you ask in my name, that will I do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So once again, he's telling the disciples and the apostles, ask in my name, ask in the name of Jesus. John fifteen sixteen. you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And Colossians three seventeen. 
Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Thanks through him. So you're praying and giving thanks to God in the name of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ saved us. God sent him down. And of course, here's the thing, though. Here's the dilemma. I know some of you are thinking this. Does this mean that every time we pray for something to happen, whether it's a miracle, a blessing, or for things to go our way, that it's going to work in our favor? Of course not. You know what I mean? You already know that. You've experienced that. How come all prayers aren't answered? You know, how come we've seen people who've been in wheelchairs who love the Lord and they passed away, but they love the Lord in where they were at? And it never changed them. You know, sometimes we, we focus on the wrong things. You know, there's a lot of questions like that we want answered. Why, why, why? You know, and uh, the biggest thing we have to remember is that should not stop us from praying anyway in certain circumstances. You know, if someone falls dead in front of you, you pray for the Lord to raise them up and then be healed in the name of Jesus. But if they don't get raised up, you can't beat yourself up and walk away from God. We don't know what God's plan is. We don't know. We won't know until that day. We just have to trust God and always remember to lean on him in all situations. You know, that's why we have the Holy Spirit within us, that helper, the comforter. You know, Heavenly Father, I don't know why things didn't work out in this area of my life, but I'm still going to love you no matter what. And, of course, just like I said, there are many questions when it comes to answered prayer and unanswered prayer that we all have, but we must trust God, stay focused, just like I said, because we are only on this earth for a short time compared to eternity. Just as God told Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. Focus on God's grace when confusion sets in and stay on the path he set you before. Okay, whatever path God has for you and laid before you, stay focused on that, be the best you can be, and keep loving on him, praying, and never giving up. And we end our prayer time by saying amen because it means verily, truly, or it means it is true. And of course, we most of us know it as let it be so. So the key things I want you to remember in this episode is give thanks to God, the Father daily, for life, family, for fresh air, for the food you have on your table for being able to interact with other people, for sending Jesus Christ, or for whatever else may come to your mind. Thankfulness. And finish your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ to also give respect and honor to the power of his name as well. You know, take the time to pray in a private place where you can focus and also hear from the Lord. Rely on the Holy Spirit to help you pray when you just don't know where to begin. There's times where you may have lost a family member and Everything's going haywire. You don't know what to do, and you're just like, I just don't know what to do. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me, please. Just help me. You know, and you just focus, and you may sit back and keep quiet, and you may get a word from the Lord. You just don't know, you know, but give thanks in all things. You know, thank you for my food, the simple things. You know, I thank God for being able to do this podcast show. 
being able to share these messages with all of you all around the world is such a tremendous blessing that I don't take for granted. But remember, when you go to pray, you address our Heavenly Father in heaven. And then don't jump into, Lord, I need this. Lord, I need that. I want a new camera. I want a new light system. I want bop, 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 You can only imagine what that feels like. You know it if you have children, what it can feel like sometimes when they're really young and they don't understand that things cost money. But you don't go in like that. And it's even better if you pray sometimes and you're not even asking for anything. You know, just go in there and give thanks and praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. You know, just like when I was talking in the worship podcast I did. Being thankful is so important. Give God the praise. Give him the glory he deserves. So very important. Can't say that enough. And of course, remember this. When you tell someone you will pray for them, do it. Don't forget. They're relying on your word. You said you'd pray for them, so make sure you do. Make sure you pray for them. And never judge a prayer and think it's too tough for God. Let him do what he needs to do. His will, not ours. Sound good? And once again, remember, give thanks, give thanks, and give more thanks. Amen? All right, let's pray. So, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share this message about prayer. Lord, I just pray that this message will touch people's lives in a way that will bring them closer to you, that will bring their prayer time into a deeper level with you, that they'll hear your voice, that answered prayer will happen, that thankful prayers will definitely happen, that they'll intercede for others and pray for them as well. So, Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message all around the world. Pray for all our listeners and watchers. Blessings on all of them. And I thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray these things. Amen. There you have it, folks. Hey, once again, Jug Honey Love with the God is Love Ministry. Check her out. She's got her interview show, does an amazing job on her show. Sunday evenings over in the Philippines at 8.30 p.m. Or if you're East Coast United States, check her out at 8.30 in the morning. Share her ministry, folks. Get involved. Give her some comments. Give her some encouragement. She really could use it. That way she knows what she's doing and how things are going. Stable landing. Yes. Thank you guys as always. Great Christian clothing. Love my hat. As I keep saying all the time, I'm going to have to buy another one. But love the clothing. Great stuff. You know, instead of wearing symbols and all kinds of stuff on your clothing or whatever, why not represent Christ, right? Put on the whole armor of God. Yes. Okay, so with that being said, hey, folks, get connected with me. All the stuff is down there in the bottom corner. Get connected. Get over to YouTube. Subscribe over there. Share me. And, uh, hey, by the way, check out Outlook for a Brighter Day, my wife and I's podcast, Outlook for a Brighter Day. With that being said, God bless you all. Pray, give thanks for what the Lord is doing in your life. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Peace.